the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Super Bowl weekend. Today. Right. Okay. Just, of course, you know who's singing this. Right? Gladys Knight. Right, because she's got the honors to sing mm-hmm. the national anthem and the Super Bowl. Right. Pink did it last year, remember? Okay. Um, and no one knew if they were going to get anyone to sing it, right? Because right. of the old Kaepernick thing. And, and because, you know, the funny thing is. The the NFL they they weren't even showing the national anthem this year. Right? I know, right? Which oh, here, then, let's uh, hear her end. Wow, she got up there. Yeah, she does a nice version. I like when people just sing it like it was meant to be sung. Did you see those crazy bets that people well, take out to? There's, it's a two there's, minute bet. Well, there's one that's saying um, you can take odds on will she forget or omit any words during the national anthem. It's a real bet. Okay. Well, I know the one, the famous one is the two minute. It's like the Kentucky right. Derby, you know, the greatest two minutes in sports. Is it going to be over 110 seconds or under 110, I think was well, the well, yeah, usually official it's a, bet? Usually it's a two minute rule or over under. And then the version we just heard, that was one of her recorded versions. Mm-hmm. Um, that was over two minutes. Okay. So, you know, but there was a little band intro and, in, you know, right. in the beginning, and we don't know if that will be, but, and of course, she got the honors, or, you know, one, she's from Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's her hometown. And, it, you know, and there she goes. So that, yeah, the bet is, is it will her version be longer or shorter than right or will she forget two minutes you can see will she forget or or omit any words do you ever see too there was like how many tweets will donald trump 
tweet during the President Trump during, <laughs> during the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. They even uh, have bets on will the government shutdown even be mentioned by anyone? You mean like the announcers? Yeah. And oh, I love the one that said, would the fir- who's the first person the winning quarterback will thank? There's a bet. God, wife or family or teammates and coaches. It won't you be Donald Trump? That. Fans or anyone else, yeah. The um, so you can bet on anything, right? Mm-hmm. America loves the bet, Carrie. That's for sure. Um, so we'll, we'll see. You know, but so I assuming that the they will show the national anthem. right. I would hope. So will any of the players be kneeling? I don't know. We don't watch it anymore because of all this controversy. So, so as our, much or, as my house was football, we haven't watched an NFL since all of this came out. So my bet is that obviously they're going to have to televise the national. Are they going to keep the players in the locker room? Which is one of the solutions. I know they. No, I just think they won't show any camera on the players. Right. I think. I think should just play. We'll see. Focus Gladys. on Gladys Knight singing a, a great um, right, our so national anthem. Why don't you get us started? Well, here. good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between 9 and 10. We're a financial educational talk radio program here to give you helpful information about issues that it may impact your financial life, uh, whether you're working and thinking about your future retirement years or if you're someone who is already in retirement and not sure what you should be doing, can you make a better choice? And we're an Ohio-registered fee-based fiduciary planning firm. We've been helping people for more than 34 years now um, through unbiased objective analysis. We give people recommendations based on the analysis. Actually, if we do enough number crunching and analysis through our math models, then people really make decisions for themselves and can see the outcome of following those different scenarios. And then we help people with the implementation. If you listen to our show or, or you know um, who we are, it's sponsored by the estate planning team. We're big on the coordination of advisors, getting those other pieces and parts of advisors, whether it's the tax preparer, the investment advisor. We have clients that do their own investments and we have clients that work with um, existing investment advisors. And we certainly coordinate and believe that that creates a better effort. Um and also getting the legal documents in place and, and talking with one another. Again, we're, the estate planning team is known for that comprehensive, customized, coordinated plans. Um, we are also accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We've won the Super Service Award in 2018 and multiple years for Angie's List for somebody who wants to do due diligence. And... Um, if we also at the estate planning team offer a free no obligation consultation so you can see how our process is different and if our process is appropriate for you and if any of our platforms, um, either hourly planning or retainer options are appropriate for your needs. And if we can help you um, through the type of planning we offer, we do free consultations by phone or in person and have some flexible hours for people who are working. And if you want to take advantage of that free consultation, you can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. Go to financialfoodforthought.com. You can sign up for our newsletters. Also, we have the um, spring or not spring yet. I hope. I hope after this week, um, our planning class is coming up. I know. I'm thinking spring. You know what that sound is? That polar vortex. Are you so? Yeah. It doesn't feel like spring out there. No, it does not. But we do have a couple of classes coming up. If you missed our January ones. 
February 27th at 3 o'clock in Middlebrook Heights is a repeat of the IRA tax qualified asset and Roth planning class. If you're 59 and a half or older and own these assets, IRAs, company plans, or similar assets, you're not going to want to miss that class. And then on March 13th at three o'clock in Middleburg class is our, our Middleburg Heights is the class for people who are retired already or who are getting closer to their future retirement. And it's an updated version of this class talking about issues that impact your lifestyle, long-term financial stability using the opportunities, avoiding the traps and the complicated tax code, issues like rising healthcare cost, inflation, market volatility, spending. Are you underspending, overspending? What are factors to consider? Um, and other financial disruptors or challenges you might face in retirement. How do you address those from a planning perspective? And also the focus on the class is retirement rules. You often hear about that you shouldn't follow or they're misused or misunderstood. So you can get information on either class at financialfoodforthought.com or by calling the office at 440-239-2090 or again, visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. And I'm Mark Dolly and that's Carrie Waddell and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. Now, yeah, so the polar vortex. Now, now remember... We all know what polar vortexes are now, which we didn't know, you know, ten years ago. No, right? not, not, right, no, no. no but it's now, cold. But now there's something new, Carrie. Oh, other than a polar vortex? Right. Have you heard about the frost quakes? No, that's new. You haven't. You haven't heard them? No. Yet? Yeah, I mean, we're. I mean, I've heard the like the house creaking from the. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind that's, of part of it. Oh, is it? Because. Boy, is the your other house night. Creaking? Oh yeah, because I get up early every. But I was like, "What is up with that?" And yeah. then Wendy in our office said, "Oh, that's like the cold creek, like the yeah, cold we, weather. we have it at our house. You hear some booming, and because I was like, "Well, there's two things going on. One is it, it, the the wooden house, the wooden frame is creaking because of the you know cold and, and okay. And, but the other one is the you know what people are reporting hearing is the frost quake huh and you know it, it apparently it's it's the process when like the water underground freezes so quickly with a drop in temperature okay that it it causes these no these noises okay i've heard a lot yeah. i w- i almost thought there were like animals in the attic because I, I was well, there may be that too. Yeah, I don't send Chuck up there with a flashlight. Yeah, but or one yeah, of your not cats me. up there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so now not only do we have you yeah, know, I've heard the, the creaking in the the you know the polar vortex. Uh, we also now have the frost. Cake. Frost. But you know what? It it's not that it didn't last long. Yeah, a lot of and what is it? Monday supposed to be like in the fifties? Uh, yeah, I'm, but yeah. you know what? Some of those deaths when they were talking about the polar. Do you see some of it where people having heart attacks? due to shoveling some of the like well, they weren't happens. necessarily yeah, related to some other people freezing in their garage yeah, or that college just, student unfortunately like was found on campus when it was like 50 below yeah i don't know what's going on with that um you got to be smart um all right so what's going on well you know the government shutdown's over right uh temporarily i don't think trump's gonna try it again carrie i yeah. I, I think you know they need to come to a resolution. I don't care what side. Yeah. They need they need to do their job, the politicians in general. Well, so the Wicked Witch of the West has now invited, you know, the caveman for the the speak for the State of the Union. Uh-huh. So it is going to be on, right? Tuesday okay. night, right? Right. Um, and we'll see, but I I don't think 
the caveman, you know, which is what he's being called now. You've heard oh, that, is he? Right? No, I did not. Well, I assumed you... I knew what you meant. But yeah, Donald Trump is nicknamed now the caveman because did he cave on the? There is going to be no wall. Oh, yeah. Everybody get that right? I now? hope so. No, there's no wall, Carrie. Oh, I'm not giving up on that dream. The Wicked Witch of the West. You know who that is? Pelosi. Right. There's no wall money, honey. Well, there is money. It's just where they're going to border have. control. Okay. Right. So John Boehner, you know, um, I love John. You know, and a lot of people I know don't like John Boehner, okay. but I'm a Buckeye. You know, he's a Buckeye. You know, right. I always thought, I always thought, I'm he, not giving up on that wall, Mark. You know, he always, you know, I always thought Boehner cut through all the baloney and just told you like it really is. At least somebody, you know, if, if I could believe Somehow. any politician, I believe Boehner. Okay. And when Boehner said it was going to fly in Congress or it wasn't going to fly in Congress, he knew. Okay. And he didn't try to pull the wool over your eyes. So he came out this week and he's and he calls he calls them the knuckleheads in Congress. Oh, and, okay. Oh, remember knuckle? Yeah. And what he's saying is that, um, you know, he was also singling out the talk radio people. Okay. And singling out that the knuckleheads in Congress are listening to the radio talk heads. He goes, mm-hmm. "What are they doing?" You know, um, you know, Boehner singled out talk radio people and those he called the goofballs on the right while speaking at the some Republican club in Florida. Okay, Um, and the knuckleheads in Congress that listen to these guys start blowing in the president's ear. Okay, Um, you know, and and he's saying it. it, it, That's the that's what you don't want to. You know, he he he, you know he he talked about Ann Coulter and and. and of course, Rush Limbaugh, and, and they, he's saying those were among the pundits urging Trump to only sign a spending bill if it included funds for a wall along the southern border. Boehner said the U.S. has never taken the subject of securing the nation's border seriously. Um, but well, and, maybe they should. And, but he said the the shutdown was caused by actors who shouldn't be trusted to address those concerns. When I was looking for legislative strategy, the last place I looked was talk radio. Boehner said the second place I looked was the knucklehead caucus. The second place I looked was the, the knucklehead caucus who don't know how to vote yes on anything. Um, you know, and they they did the president a total disservice. Um, so, you know, you know, what is he says? He added that he's told Trump um, to stop focusing on the border wall and instead to advocate for secure borders. That's how the Democrats are going to spin this, you, you know, and that's how Boehner's saying that's what you're going to get. Um you you know your people will hear build the wall, but the rest of America they'll let they'll hear let's secure our borders, which we need to do. Boehner said, um, but you know overall how critical is the Trump? He said you know that uh, the the president by and large has done the right thing. So um, so that's John Boehner's two cents, and so I think the wall is dead. I think border security could still be on, and I don't, it has to be. They talk about. The wall could be paid for the amount that illegal. I'm I'm fine with people coming in here legally, but the amount of that it's um the bur the burden financial burden by all the illegals being in our country would more than pay right. for the wall. Well, let's see what the president says on on Tuesday. Tuesday? Are you you know tune in? Um, but I don't think he's going to try shutting down the government again. I think he lost on that one, and I'll think. Everybody's approves that, um, other than what Boehner calls the far right. All right. Um, so we, we've been talking about the class, or Carrie, you mentioned the class, and, right. and, and one of the new things that we've added to the retirement class this year is the idea of the 
financial planning strategy known as the 50-30-20 rule. Mm-hmm. Right, Carrie? And you talked a little bit about it last week when someone's starting out. Right. And we, you know, and, and the, the, and you can always catch our podcast. So if you want to go back and catch some of those shows where we've been talking about the 50, 30, 20 for the last couple of weeks. Carrie, right. So you can go back and Carrie, how do they, they you go to whhkradio.com, click on local radio shows and then, um, local podcast, lo- local pod, go lo- yeah, local podcast. It's on the upper left. Yeah. Um, and then you can click on our show and, and listen to the previous. But last week you talked about somebody starting out, you follow the 50, 30, 20 rule. They're going to have a fine. great retirement. Right. And the 50, basically in a nutshell, 50, 30, 20, that's how you break down your gross pay or, you know, 50% goes to cover your mandatory living expenses, mm-hmm. housing, health care. You, you know, groceries, groceries health care, right? You said, yeah, stuff like that. taxes. The 30% goes to discretionary. That's hobbies, travel, entertainment, things like that. And then you save 20%. And I don't care where you save it. Hopefully, you have a 401k plan that has a company match because if you can get some free money, that just increases your chances of a successful retirement tremendously. Right. But it could also mean savings outside of a company plan. It could be in a Roth. It could be in a cash reserve. Could be a CD, cash. So it's just the idea of can you save 20? And, And the idea is if you can live within those means, meaning that, you know, you, you, you're, spending in effect 80% and saving 20. So if you can maintain that and of course you increase, you know, if you're assuming that you're going to get pay increases over your lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. That that you that, that's how you increase your lifestyle. <laughs> but you don't buy but you also increase you keep that savings at 20% right. and let the compounding interest work for you. So remember it's not, you know, it's the time in the market, so to speak, right? You know, then and, and the theory of compounding and how that can help you the earlier you start. So we know, you know, that works. Now the question is what we've been talking about in the class is that can the fifty, thirty, twenty rule save the fifty year old who hasn't started saving for mm. retirement yet? And that's what we proved last week, I think in the last week's right. show that you can, right? Now, it's interesting because you mentioned a class. So one of the classes I was having that we brought the subject up, one, once I got done <laughs> with the illustration in that class, what do you think the first question was that I got from the audience? Will it work for me or an older <laughs> yeah, person? Yeah. Mark, will it work for a 55-year-old? Right. Um, well, now it's going to get a little bit more difficult. Right. Okay. If if you're saying, would the 50-30 rule 50, 30, 20 rule still work for a 55-year-old who hasn't started saving for retirement yet. Now, remember, our example or our, the case we're saying is if you planned on retiring at age 67. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, that's the million-dollar question, right? What is the new retirement? You know, one time, you know, it's not 62. Is it 65? Is it 67? Is it 70? You know, that, you know, is it, uh, some people want the new retirement. Yeah. Susie Orman's, you know, new 70 is the new 65. But some people want to retire 60, 62. Now, why do we use 67? Well, if you're a 50 or 55 year old today, your full retirement age for Social Security is going to be 67. Okay. So, you know, so now, so can the 55 year old, and let's say at that point, between him or maybe their spouses together, if they have a joint income, right, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Let's say they're making gross one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Okay. All right. And they're fifty-five years old, and they plan on retiring at age sixty-seven. All right. Okay. Now we're going to assume that they're now now they start following the fifty thirty twenty rule. 
So 50%, you know, 62,500 is going to go for mandatory living expenses, 30% discretionary, that's another 37,500, and then the 20% savings, that's saving $25,000 a year. Which again is basically that's like maxing out your 401k, right? Okay. One 401k, <laughs> you know, not two. You know, I mean, you could double that if you have two. But all right, so now, um, and let's assume, like we did in all the illustrations, that you're getting a five percent rate of return on investments. Okay. All right, so now let's doing the math, and they want to retire in 13 years, age 67. So at that point, their nest egg, you know, their cumulative savings is going to be approaching five hundred eighteen thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Now, what is their spending at that point? Um, well, if you look at if they, you know, and again, we're assuming 2% increases per year on their uh, wages, carry. Okay. Now, so if what the, you know, so now they're saying that 80%, you know, because the 50 and 30 is what they're spending. So that lifestyle now is going to cost about 126000 about $127,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is like a, have a kind of a backdoor way. I, can remember how we always talk about the eighty percent rule, right? right. Which, which a lot of people say expect to you know plan on spending at least, you know eighty percent of your you know what, Wait, you're, what right. you're spending before you retire, which I think is not correct. But it is if you're following the fifty thirty twenty. Right, rule. but I think ideally yeah. people well, would want to spend more because. We find people now have time to think of things when they're like in retirement. Maybe they've saved. They actually want to spend it, enjoy it right. because well, they didn't have time to before. Right. Well, that's why you've got to do it yourself. But that's another way of saying because now that you're retired, since if you could maintain your lifestyle in that 50 and 30, that 80 percent, right. because in retirement, you don't need to save 20 percent anymore. So that's where sometimes people say, you, you know, you only need 80. You know, that's kind of a backdoor way of saying that. But in either case, all right, so they're, if they could do that, their lifestyle is $127,000, okay, they've got 518000 now in their nest egg, and now we're going to apply Benjamin's 4% rule. Okay. Okay. And we're going to run it out 30 years. Okay, so if they're retiring at 67, 30 years takes them to 97. Okay. Now, 5% rate of return. 30-year time period, build in three and a half percent a year on on uh, spending, on t- you know that you know, and you start the first year withdrawal four percent. It's about twenty one thousand dollars. Okay, so now we have to add in any of the other retirement income that you social may have, security, pension, pension social security. In, the, in our case example that we've been using, there was um, there you know the projected social security was going to be uh, for uh, the the main spouse forty eight thousand by that time, and you know half spousal another twenty four. So you have a total of about ninety three ninety four thousand. Income coming in between Social Security and the four percent withdrawal in year one, and carry what we say they needed to maintain their lifestyle. One hundred and twenty-six. They're not in the ballpark. They're thirty-three thousand dollars short. Okay. Okay. You know that's not really in the ballpark, as we like to say, right? Because it's going to be pretty hard for them to slash <laughs> their spending by thirty-three thousand dollars a year. All right, so what do you do? Well, okay, 
Um, now, by the way, work longer, spend less. Yeah. Well, what are the what are the the DIY solutions? Right. Yeah. I call that the work do it longer, yourself spend internet. Less. I laugh the amount of articles about that. Work longer, spend less. You're right. Earn more, work longer, spend and spend less and save more is the same thing, basically, right? right. Because if you're spending less, you're saving more. So right. that they're the they're simultaneous. You know, they're they're uh, the same really solution. Um, or the idea: could you increase the rate of return? Remember, because in this example, I use five percent rate of return. I don't know. Are you comfortable with increasing well, it? Do maybe you know ask, how much more? Maybe ask your investment advisor um, and say, "Okay, Mister Investment Advisor, you've done my allocation for me. You, you're helping me here. What rate of return do you think I should be using to build my long, you know, term plan?" And see what they say. But you also want to be realistic because you maybe you need it at eight percent. But are you going to get eight percent each and every year? To okay. make it work? Um, so, you know, but you start going through. So let's look at a plan B because plan A obviously isn't working. So in, in this case, so let's say um, let's say we go that way and I'll use your 8%. Karen, okay. Because that's, you know, a number that's thrown out a lot, especially by investment advisors. You know, if they look at the historical performance of like, say, a 60-40 portfolio over a long period of time. Okay, and it's, but it's and, different this time. And yeah, well, it it was different in the last decade, <laughs> right? Um, but the, you know, but not too. But I mean, the last decade actually did well. I mean, so okay, eight percent. Now remember, you got to say net of fees, right? Right. So if they're charging seven, are they giving you the net number, or you know, you know, what I'm saying is it eight or seven? If they're charging one percent fee or whatever, so net, you know, net rate of return after fees. If you're doing yourself at home using uh, no or low index funds, you know, you don't have to, you know, worry about the investment expense, right? Okay. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, you know, and also another way, though, you could you could do this is say I'm going to reduce the longevity because, you know, maybe, I Mark, I don't need my plan going to 97. I really don't think I'm going to get there. Okay. That's okay. common. Um, so I don't need Benjamin's 30 years. My time period is, let's say, maybe 28 years, maybe to 95. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to first cut off that way. I don't, I'm not going to try to keep enough money to last to 97. Mark, run it at 95. Okay. All right. But let's use an 8% rate of return. Okay. But I still want to retire at 67. Okay. All right. So now with an 8% rate of return... Okay, now when they retire, their nest egg is going to be 641,000. Okay? Higher than the 518,000 previously. So now does that get them to in the ballpark? So now they their first year withdrawal. Now also because I'm using 8%, it's no longer the 4% rule. Also because I'm not going 30 years, I'm only going 28 years, it's no longer the 4% rule. Okay? It now becomes the 5.98% rule because I've shortened the time period and I've increased the rate of return. So that's how you, you know, the 4% rule is not broken or unbroken. You just know, you just need to adjust it accordingly to your circumstances and rerun the math. So now, you know, I'm saying, okay, so now the first year withdrawal is $38,000. And we're going to keep the same inflation okay. on that going. So now I've got, you know, now all of a sudden I've got the forty-eight, you know, the 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 forty-eight thousand main social security, another twenty-four in spousal social security, and now the thirty-eight thousand first year withdrawal. Now I'm up to about one hundred eleven thousand 
compared to the, what did I say I needed? 126. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Am I getting in the ballpark? So now, okay, I'm about $15,000, $16,000 short. So you divide that by 12, that's about 1300 a month. Okay. Can I slash without causing too much pain? $1,300 a month in spending. Now, I usually say 12000 is usually when I say you're definitely in the ballpark, you know, because most people can probably shed $1,000 a month, especially when you're talking about, you know, if you're talking about $120,000, $130,000 a year spending. But, you know, so you've got to go from there. But what's the problem with that is, um, you know, it's still, if you said, no, I really can't cut that much, Mark, I'm not done yet. Okay, so let's go to plan C. Okay. Okay, we're going to leave 8% rate of return. All right. And now, though, if I can't do it by retiring at 67, Mark, how much longer would I have to work? Should I just follow Susie Ormans and say age 70 and, you know, defer social, you know, and, and look at all those right. things? That's you know. assuming health is fine and your employer doesn't. Right. So we asked the robot. We said, OK, let's assume that you work to age 70. OK. Three more years. OK. 8% rate of return, okay? Now your nest egg is going to be $924,000, okay? okay. Um, now we're running to age 95, okay? So now it's only 25 years that we need to, the withdrawal, okay? So now my 4% rule becomes 6.36% because okay. I'm only going 25 years. I'm going 8% rate of return. So now I've got a 50 $9,000 first year withdrawal plus the social security. So now I'm looking at about 131, 132,000. Perfect. Okay. Now I'm going to need though, uh, because I work longer, I increase my lifestyle carry. Okay. See, this is what people forget to do at home. And if you don't, and the robot may forget to ask you this because you've, if you increased your lifestyle because you work three more years, you increased your lifestyle because everybody does that. They raise their lifestyle, you know, for how much income is coming in. So now they got to replace that. That's now, remember the old number was 126,000. Right. Now it's 134,000. Okay. If they want to maintain that rule. All right. So now, but they've got their lifestyle. They need 135, 134, 135,000. They have 131,000 coming in. They're in the ballpark. Right. Okay. That's about $3,000 shortfall. That's only, you know, a couple of, a few hundred dollars a month, you know, cut. Well, and I think, Mark, this is, these are great starting places, but part of what the estate planning team does is then incorporate it into a long range plan to get specifics as far as what cl- our client's spending is. And then a big part of it is how do you create the cash flow you need? Is to, I know this doesn't, Talk about taxes, but incorporating long-term tax planning on how to create the cash flow you need as tax efficiently as possible can also make, but that's... Well, that can cover the shortfall. That can, right. And that's a huge piece that sometimes without working longer, maybe just taking the time to do it the right way can sure make up. But this is where, Carrie, when we work with our clients, we're not done yet. No. See, the robots may forget to go, do you want to run any more scenarios, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? That's the problem. Or these are starting, these are pieces and parts of the big picture plan. Because remember, this plan that was just, you know, working pretty well, working to age 70, the clients really weren't too excited about that. 
No. Or, but the, what they were more worried about was the 8% rate of return. Right. So they said, well, Mark, if the 8% works, could it work with a lower rate of return? Are you thinking of six? I went with seven. Okay. You know, you move slowly. Okay. So now I'm going to go the next plan. Now we're on plan D, the fourth scenario here. And okay, now we're going to say, we're not going to try to get an 8% rate of return because that carries a lot of risk. What if we just try to get a 7% rate of return? Okay. Okay. So now doing the math, doing the, I'm not going to repeat all the numbers, Carrie, but now um, they're going to have about 121000 budgeted for 135000 need. Okay. They're about $13,000 short. Maybe some tax planning can make up the shortfall. But that's probably in my ballpark because that's about 1000 a month. You know that 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 could go you know in any one year pretty you know you know favorably so you could say yeah so maybe they a seven you know maybe we don't need to go to try to get take on much risk as an eight percent rate of return maybe we could do it a seven but I'm still working at seventy but this client dealer really they really didn't want to work till seventy right <laughs> they know they have to work longer than sixty seven. But they also said, well, you know, we don't, we, we talk to our investment advisor, you know, how much more risk we're going to, no, we, we want to go back to 5%. So Mark, we're willing to work past 67. Okay. But let's try to keep the rate of return at five. Be conservative. Okay. Okay. Um, let's keep the longevity at age 95. Okay. Not too much different than their original. But now, Mark, tell me how much more I need to save, which is, remember, the same thing as how much less you need to spend. Right. Because if you're not spending it in this scenario, you're saving it. Right. And I think these are the good what if questions, because if you don't want to work longer, knowing how much less I have to spend, maybe it's worth it. For some people, it's worth working longer. For some people, it's not. Right. This that is where you have month to in customize Florida, it. Maybe isn't worth me working three more years at what is it? Yeah, three more years at my employer. And, or you may be getting say maybe a false sense of security, assuming that I'll be able to work three more years for right. health reasons or whatever. So they want to, you know. But so where is it? And this is again, this is where one year is a of working could be a big swing. It's one more year you may be covered by an employer healthcare plan. It's one year before you have to start withdrawing from your nest egg. In other words, you can get the compounding growth. There's a lot of you know. So it, it, at some point, and when you're making one hundred twenty five thousand, one year's matters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and remember, we're saying by the time they get to, you know, later on, 67, their 125 in wages is probably be closer to 160, 170, you know, with some cost of living, you know, with some increases. Mm-hmm. And we also don't have scenarios where maybe one spouse wants to retire earlier than right. the other one and this he is, can keep working or she can keep right. working. You can further <laughs> drill down. Right. Absolutely. This is why this, the robot may forget to ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you have, you have to know what you want the robot to tell you. You got to tell the robot what you want to do. All right. So we worked out and so we really want it. So now it's no Carrie in their, in their solution. It's not the first, it's not the 50, 30, 20 rule. Okay. It's the 50, 20, 30 rule. Okay. 10% difference. Meaning 50%, you still, you know, have to cover your mandatory living expenses. But instead of discretionary of 30% and saving 20, it's discretionary spending of 20% and saving 30. Remember, this is the 55 year old who wants to retire and hasn't started saving yet for retirement, right? So he's got to catch up. 
right? So now if he follows that, so now if he starts putting 30% away in his remaining, now we found out he, he, he has to go past 67, but he doesn't have to go to 70. The magic number is 69. Okay. Okay. We're back at his peace of mind though. We're only using a 5% rate of return. He works two more years than planned. Okay, if he can follow now under that plan, um, his cumulative savings will be nine hundred and sixty-two thousand. That's on that five percent rate of return. Okay, um, the living expenses, if he can maintain that lower discretionary spending, now to replace that in retirement, he's going to need one hundred and fifteen thousand. Okay, so we've got the um, so we've got the. Uh, it, it be, and because we're not running quite 30 years, it becomes a 4.57% withdrawal rate. So his first year investment withdrawal is 44000 Then he's got his Social Security. It takes him up to about 116000 to cover the 115000 Now, okay. I know it's, all these numbers are getting lost on the, on the radio. But see, it's just that a way that are, are you running enough scenarios? Because these are pretty hard scenarios to run in your head. Right. And it gives you the peace of mind that these projected retirement dates are realistic. Or if you're someone who's already in retirement, this spending is realistic because everybody worries whether you have um, an estate of 100000 or $10 million, although the higher million, there's spending level and the lifestyle is different. We see people coming in. It's running out of money is kind right. of a universal. Well, that's why the fifty thirty twenty is a universal rule. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter whether I mean, you're making a hundred thousand a year or uh, or five hundred thousand year or a million. Or a year. somebody who's making you know six digit income. Well, when they stop working, how do they make up that income? Yeah, or that for those expenses Be- that they need because you don't you're not different than anybody else. The person making a million dollars a year is spending a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Because you you tend to take your lifestyle up to the wages you're right. getting. The problem with the baby boomers is that they never started with the 50-30-20 rule. And sometimes the spending is having people do things for you. I mean, spending can be mean different things to different people. Sometimes it's having somebody cook or clean or do the things that you don't want to do around the house or travel or hobbies or home improvements or whatever it is. Right. So, it's, so that's how you work out. Now... Now, then it becomes, okay, so now if you're saying, okay, I've, I've resolved that I can't retire at 67, in my example here, I got to go two years longer or whatever it works out for you. Now, this leads, Carrie, to then that natural progression of the Encore career, mm-hmm. right? And we'll talk about that next. Right. So if you want to take advantage and, and see how the estate planning team's process is different, we offer a free no obligation, no pressure consultation um, for people by phone or in person. Our home office is in Middleburg Heights. We have offices around the greater Cleveland area. Remember, we've been helping people solve problems, save money, and get the most net benefit from the choices they make and build plans so that people have the peace of mind knowing what steps they should take. And that's for people who are already retired or people who are thinking about their future retirement years. <clears throat> Take advantage of the free consultation. You can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. You can also visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. Sign up for our February and March 
planning classes. Remember, the classes are about planning strategies and concepts. The free consultation is about your numbers, your information. If you provide information ahead of time, we'll actually run some preliminary analysis and be able to better show you how our process may be appropriate for you and how we may be able to help you. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Are you, are you going to make it there? Okay, yeah. It sounds like it, it, no, is this polar vortex getting to you? Yeah, that, uh, tis the season for colds. Yeah. Wow. When's that 50? When's it, when are we getting to 50 degrees? I thought Monday. Monday? Wow. I'll, I'll believe it when I feel it. All right. So the the idea of the encore career, right? And the baby boomers, this is going to be the only thing that's going to save them. Now, the other thing, that, you know what? The other thing that might save the baby boomers, inheritance, care. sure, inheritances. Mm-hmm. So you know, and a lot, and 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 you may already know that may save you. And you may already know that ain't coming to you, right? But th- barring that, let's say you don't think that you're going to get, uh, you know, have a rich uncle die and leave you a million bucks. The idea then is, okay, the encore career, right? And there's lots of different ways clients, Carrie, have done this, right? Um, or that baby boomers are doing this. You know, we could, you know, we could talk about the scale down, you know, right. and that's where, it, you know, where you're maybe working full time, you know, and what is full time this, these days, Carrie, 60 hours a week? And the idea is, does your company allow for a scale down where you could go, go down to a couple of days a week and still stay on the benefit program or, mm-hmm. you know, still bring in some, you know, income? We can talk about the side hustle, right? right? You know, where a lot of people, you know, they, they say right now that 24% of baby boomers right now have a side hustle going on. Okay. Um, that meaning you, you're doing something on, on top of your, you know, main work. You're doing something on the side to bring in some scratch, right? And a lot of that is maybe the the new gig economy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're driving an Uber or you're, you know, running out your, you know, we can talk about that. Um, consulting is another big one is, you know, that the idea that if you've, if you've gotten to a, a position where you've made lots of contacts during your working career and you know your competitors, you know mm-hmm. your customers, you know your customers' competitors. Or you have expertise you know. in a certain field. Yeah, and that the idea is that you reach out to them and say, you know, or they may reach out to you and say, hey, you're the type of person, can you consult, you know, ongoing? You can kind of go into business for yourself. So there's lots of different ways mm-hmm. you can do it, right? Um and we know a lot of people are doing this, right? Because, you know, we just talked about how the baby boomers, you know, didn't follow the 50-30-20 rule. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, they say still a great majority of Americans today have saved nothing for retirement, Gary. We still read right. those, you know, all the time. So it, it may not be that far out of the case that you may be 55 and haven't started saving for retirement yet, right? Um you know, other studies say 10 million Americans are still working past age 65. Right. Well, how many people uh, want to work, but they don't want to do something as many hours, or maybe they want to work part time and something, right. some interests? And the question is, well, why are people working past 65? Well, because we're living longer. <laughs> That's one of well, the I reasons. Well, I think some people want to. Um, 
because they, a lot, another reason it's given is because there's been wage stagnation for the last 20 years. You know, and, just, and, and there, we have that big pay gap, right? The, right? the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, right? You know, the luxuries are cheap, necessities are expensive, right? Um, also to blame, or, you know, where baby boomers would blame on is the, in retrospect, maybe the, um, the failure of the 401k. Okay. Remember in 2018, we celebrated the 40th right. year of the 401k, right? And over 40 years, people saying, which is about two generations, people are saying it failed. In other words, the defined benefit pension plans are, are, you know, our, uh, baby boomers parents had, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that worked pretty well for them. Whereas the 401k for the baby boomers didn't work so well. So we may be coming full circle and we may see, you know, a resurgence back to the companies having to do those. Or in today's world, there's a lot of talk about take your 401k and, and do your own pension plan, right. you know, with a fixed annuity, with a guaranteed income return. That's getting more and more popular. Um, and our point is, why can't you do both? You know, right. you know, you know, and kind of go from there. So the idea is, well, do you just hang in there until age 70? Okay, um, and, and by continue working, you're continuing to defer and get compounding growth. Right. If you, you know, especially if you got a company plan that there's a match, right? Or you're, you're maybe deferring Social Security age 70, so you're getting a delayed credits. Okay. Um, you know, or you're also staying on an employer covered healthcare plan, which saves you money. You know, so for all those reasons, you know, people are looking to say, okay, if I've got to work, but a lot of people say, Carrie, I can't do the 60 hours right. a week. Or I don't want to, frankly, uh, anymore. Now, so we all know that the the biggest reason why people retire before they're planning is because of health reasons. Okay. So the longer you're putting a stake out in the ground, the bigger chance that that's going to, you know, prevent that from happening. Right. Um, that's why when, when baby boomers say, well, Mark, I'm never going to retire, I say, well, that's really a false sense of security. Right. Because if you think that you're still going to be working, earning, you know, this wage when you're 80 years old, that might not be the case. Or right. we haven't seen people, you know, lose their jobs when, you know, shortly before, a couple of years before they plan on retiring when they're at their peak earning years. Right. So, you know, so the other thing is, um, all right. So, how do I think about the Encore career? Well, we'll be talking about this through the month of February. The one we, I want to talk a little bit about today is the um, the, volunteer, the volunteer one. See, sometimes, Carrie, the second reason why right. people aren't don't work as long as they're planning is because the company is no longer providing them a job. Right. Either the company no longer exists. Or their position was eliminated or, or they off. were forced out, whatever right. you want to call it. And so this was an article, a recent article out of one of the local newspapers, Volunteer Your Way to a Paid Position. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you find yourself that because of circumstances beyond your control, right. you no longer have a job and it's hard to get a job when you're, you know, you're not, you know, you're not at your current age, no one's going to hire you at the wage right. that you were getting, right? So you're not sure whether you have enough to you know have enough to retire. Right. All right. You may collect some unemployment for a bit. All right. But I gotta how do I find a new job? Well, you know, the 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 writer's point is, you know, sometimes you gotta volunteer. Or sometimes you like volunteering and then find a job 
Right. We've run a clients or I've known people that have done that in retirement and then right. at leading into a paid position. So she writes, volunteering while you're looking for a job can yield a multitude of benefits. Okay. Um, for example, you know, in other words, but you got to be smart about it. You know, in other words, you might have to kind of explore your, what you can do and maybe not what you first think you could do with that, but somehow a, a thing that you could sidebar in that, you know, here, let me give right. you an example. Um, let's say you know you're good with, uh, computer or, you know, so she gives an example. If serving as a webmaster for a local community organization may provide more return on investment if you're a graphic designer than perhaps building sets for the community theater. Okay. In other words, something that more people are looking for. Right. Okay. Um, or I thought meant the way that something you really love and have passion for, and then if you can turn it as an income stream, it's a win-win. Okay, now, um, volunteering enables you to test out job environments or even a career without making a long-term commitment. Okay. Um, doing a good job in volunteer role can yield some valuable references. You're making connections, right? right? There's also opportunity to cultivate networking contracts among the staff working at the organization. Um, you know, that could be a nonprofit, for example, you know, or the other volunteers. You get to know them. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're widening your circle of reference. Um, and there's always a chance that volunteering can lead to paid employment with the organization. Okay, management has the opportunity to observe your skills, how you interact with staff, your ability to master tasks, and dependability. Right. I was thinking, yeah, something you have a passion for. Okay. So, you know, while you're looking for a job, don't hesitate to give some of your time and talent in volunteering. There can be tremendous payoffs in terms of professional growth and employment opportunities. So this reminds me of a case, Gary. I was going to say we have a few cases that I can think of. Um, and, and the one case I'm... I have it was um, an individual who was laid off. Mm-hmm. Now he was about sixty years old. Right. Okay. He was making a good figure. You know, he's an engineer, mm-hmm. and his wife was also working. She was a teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. They weren't quite empty nesters, but they saw the light at the end of the college funding right. years. Right. Um, now he, although he was laid off, he did have a defined pension plan. But it wasn't going to start until he was 65. Mm -hmm. So that's five years away, right? And his wife was also not looking to retire because she was working on her STRS, you know, cumulative years because she wanted to get that 30 years in so she'd get her pension. Right. So when they came to us, that was their position. They were saying, do we have enough that he didn't, he wouldn't have to get more work? Mm -hmm. Okay. He wasn't sure. So that's what we can help build plans that, you know, mm-hmm. try to run that out, model that out. And there were some things we talked about. And one of the things was they were not, you know, he did not. He, in other words, he said, Mark, I'll never be able to find the job at my age that they were paying me. And I'm not willing to relocate mm-hmm. because she was anchored in with her job. The kids have family and yeah. grandkids and so friends. They that was off the table. So with so because I'm never going to find that type of job in Cleveland, but I'm not willing to relocate. Mm-hmm. So do we have enough? And the other thing that came out of that discussion while we were building that plan was that he said he knew he was going to be bored stiff at home alone. Right. His wife was going to still be working. There's only so now, many to do lists. Now the thing is, she's got summers off. Right. She's got winter breaks. 
So that, you know, they want to travel in retirement. They're big travelers, so they know that. But he was like, what am I going to do the rest of the time? I'm going to be bored stiff. So we said to him, well, why don't you, you know, volunteer, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, hobbies, you know, his hobbies was travel, you know, so he ain't doing that alone and he's only going to do that with she's available, right? Right. So he said, I don't have any hobbies, you know, other than traveling and skiing is that's my hobby. But so he said, well, he liked, you know, so, you know, he said, well, do you think, you know, I'm not going to mention the museum, but you know, okay. how the museums have, you know, could I, yeah. you know, he was interested in that, the culture of that and stuff like that. He, he goes, Mark, do you think that they would let me volunteer at one of the museums? I said, I don't know. It never hurts to ask. Right. So he goes down to the museum. They don't let him volunteer, Carrie. They offer him a job on the spot. Right. They said, are you kidding me? Your credentials? Mm-hmm. You're willing to work for, you know, I mean, we'll pay you to come in here and do right. what you can do. He loved it. And, and, we, and we already had worked out the plan that he didn't need. They were, they were going to be able to swing right. it. But, you know, for other people, if they're not going to be able to swing it, the value of the plan is saying we can show you how much you have to earn each year over how many years right. to make your plan last. And so what and it turned out the way him, you know, I think he won the employee of the month in the first month he was there. Right. But I mean, the idea was that now he was bringing this income in that we were really had didn't really build into the plan. So guess what? They had a 401. They had a company plan with a match. That he start contributing to <laughs> free money. Yeah. But there's a lot of cases that we've had of clients finding something that they love and a passion and end up, you know, we'll talk more about it with weeks to come of different examples. I know I think of a case of someone who volunteered at an animal shelter part time in retirement. And then when someone left, they worked part time and got paid to do it, something they'd love to do anyway. Right. So it never it's asked, but the, you got to get the peace of mind. You got to get your base case built so you know the parameters of what you're looking for, what you can accept and can't accept. All right. So we're almost out of time here, Carrie. So I'll let Glass Night take All us right. out. I just wish you would come back at halftime and sing this song. Yeah. Instead of who's doing halftime? I don't even know. Maroon Wait, Five. Okay. I don't know. I was just wish Glass Night and the Pips would come out and sing this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could sing. So. Again, Encore Career, maybe you're saving grace, but you first need to get that financial plan built to say what does your Encore need, career need to be? How much income? How many years? Options? And will we be talking about that through the month of February? All right. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM1420 The Answer or Salem Media. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. 